Okay, everybody, you know what that music means. We're back again. Back in the house. This is DC Sports Plus, episode number 11. And by the time y'all hear this, is a quick turnaround from the other one. Like we said, we were going to try to get one done. So today is Sunday, uh, August the 6th. It's about 9.24 Eastern time. You're listening to this. Uh, So what we're going to do is we're going to go backwards to go forwards. Last pod we did uh, was a long one, I know, but I I hope you enjoyed it if you listened to it. And uh, hopefully you passed it on uh, to people that you know uh, that, you know, just about the schedule. One hour just on the schedule. Uh, who thought that we could come up with an hour just on I a schedule? I can't believe it. I know. Uh, we looked at the hour. time. We were like, geez, I can't believe we talked that long. But, I mean, I thought it was some good stuff we put out there, some oh, interesting yeah. notes and stuff. And, and like we said, just had fun with it. Now we're going to go backwards. We're talking about the sale of the commander, commanders, the uh, kind of trajectory and, and what we're looking for uh, in the future. And uh, this is something that you may agree with. You may disagree with. If D doesn't mention it off the first, I'm going to end up getting into the name aspect of it. Uh, so this is going to be kind of a, a big, encompassing, just kind of a state of the union, I think, for the for the commanders. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so so I'm on, with that, I'm going to cut myself off. You go ahead and you just, first thing pops in your head, you tell us what you think. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, this is our first time really, well, this is our first time really discussing uh, the sale of a team since the sale of the team on July 20th. Went final. Woo-woo. Uh, finally, it happened. Uh, <laughs> I feel like it was Christmas in July. Yes. Uh, many, many Commanders fans felt like it was Christmas in July. This was a long time coming. We found out back in early November of 2022 that Dan Snyder was looking into selling the team. So that's about six November, about six months. So you're talking about a six-month uh, time frame here from the first time it was reported that he was looking to sell the team to where it actually got done. Um, it's very exciting. We kind of knew who the guy was already. It had been talked about Josh Harris and his crew, Mitchell Rails, obviously Magic Johnson, and then a few other people, of course. Um, it's a very exciting time in Washington. Uh, this was referred to as a crown jewel of an organization and over the last 20 plus years, it's been it's been torn down. Uh, we've been, you know, one of the worst organizations in football the last two plus decades. And the primary reason, of course, is ownership. It's not anything you all don't already know about. If you are listening to this pod, you are probably a Washington fan, so you know the history of our organization, and you know how important it was to get Dan Snyder out of that uh, seat of being the owner, bringing in a new owner. Um, it doesn't guarantee anything. Obviously, you know, we still have to win on Sundays. There's still a big question mark in certain parts of the team, quarterback, offensive line, etc. But just the fact that we're getting that, that stench, that stink, that yeah. negative vibe of, of Dan Snyder and what he's done. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this at a previous pod when we talked about the commanders, but there was a statistic that came out a couple of months ago. Uh, that Washington, under Dan Snyder's tenure, had the sixth, the sixth worst winning percentage over that time that he's been the owner. Mm. That's not good when you're the sixth worst out of 32 teams. And, and I'm going to interject there, and that includes Please. the first year where he took over in May 
Right. Where he couldn't make any changes, the team was already built, and what we went ten and six and won the division. Right, without hit, without any of his input. Right, and why did we win a playoff game that year? We did win a playoff game. That that's year. right. So, yeah. so that's one of his playoff wins. Also, is right even, there. Right. So that really shouldn't even be counted in his tenure, but that it is because he bought the team in May. Right. Yep. Yep. And that's a, that's a very good point. And, and the bottom line now is now owner now the sale is completed. We have a new owner. We have a new uh, owner group in place and now it's moving forward now it's what is going to happen well obviously a new stadium will eventually be built i'm thinking five to seven years is probably the likelihood but that is the most important thing um uh, to go along with other things as well but getting a new stadium is important i think if it were back in dc that would be very exciting uh but just like i said just getting a new stadium up state-of-the-art stadium is great as far as something, but again, that's not for another five to seven years. But things can be done right away to kind of upgrade the facilities. Obviously, upgrading the staff eventually. I, I'm a firm believer. I'm just going to say it now. I'm a firm believer that this is really a lame duck year for the staff. Is it possible that Josh Harris decides to keep Ron Rivera and his staff? It's possible. But the likelihood, I mean, let's go off of probabilities here. The likelihood is that the season will not be good enough for the current staff to retain their jobs. And you have to figure that Josh Harris just spent, Josh Harris and his group spent over $6 billion, by far the most money ever spent on a North American uh, team, pro team. He is going to want to bring in his front office people, his staff, his scout. I mean, he's going to want to bring in his people, hire the right people. Yep. Now, again, Ron Rivera, he could go out and have an unbelievable season and be retained, but the likelihood is that's not going to happen. So, in about eight or nine months, there's going to be new front office people, a new head coach, more than likely. Yeah. That is just the fact. That is just the way it works. A new owner comes in, he's going to want to bring in his people yeah. to see what he can do. Yeah. Um, my thought on this, and I'll let my cousin also give his thought on this, is in regards to just the staff, my hope is that when this season is over with, you know, he has his conversations with the current staff, they move on, and he brings in a competent player, president of player personnel, general manager, to come in and hire the people, hire the coaching staff, uh, to bring to, to basically get a front office that knows when to be aggressive, knows when to be conservative, makes more right moves than wrong moves. And that's really all we can ask for. We know that Josh Harris is not going to be calling the shots because he's the owner. His job is to bring in the right people to call the shots. Right. And so that's what my hope is, that he brings in the right people that make the right decisions to really – maximize our opportunity to have success on the football field, which under Dan Snyder, that was few and far between. Yeah. You know, so I don't yeah, know. definitely. And I'm, I'm in complete agreement with that. Well, when you look at it, everything is a crapshoot. Right. Nothing is a hundred percent. Just like they say, the draft is, is a, a crapshoot. You don't know what you're going to get. Same thing with who you hire. Yeah. What, what, what I know that they're going to do from, his teams with Philadelphia as the 76ers and the um, New Jersey Devils in, in hockey is he's big into analytics. 
So he is going to want a general manager or president of football operations or however they structure it. Uh, he is going to want somebody that is big into analytics. And if you're a football purist and, and you really say, well, analytics aren't this, that, and the other, uh, it's just the way the trend it's going right now. Uh, people can sit there and say, you watch the tape, the tape doesn't lie. Um, but it's the same thing with personnel evaluators. What you want to do is you want to try to get somebody who believes in a philosophy that is sustainable, that you can have the right people in the right system, how they identify the people, and make sure that they fit into what the coach is trying to do. Um, like when we, when the, the massive signing of Albert Hainsworth, you know, um, obviously Mike Shanahan didn't want him because he told Albert Hainsworth he's going to be a, a nose tackle. Right. Albert Hainsworth did not want to be a nose tackle. If you're old enough to remember this, y'all will remember all this debacle playing out. Yep. And I mention Albert Hainsworth because his fat ass has been in the news <laughs> for sitting there saying, doing an interview talking about basically people not caring enough and, and talking and name three basically Redskins legends. Yes. Uh, and Chris Cooley. Uh, D'Angelo Hall and Clinton Portis. Yep. Uh, people who are still, well, not Chris Cooley. He kind of he kind of slipped out. Yep. But I think he. I, I'm thinking he might end up coming back too because I think he had a falling out with Dan Snyder. Yeah. <clears throat> but that's just my personal thing. Um, but the other two, Clinton Portis has been around the team, obviously. Um, you know, so these guys, D'Angelo Hall has been around the team. He actually worked for us for a little bit. Uh, until somebody, I can't remember who hired him. Somebody was smart enough to hire him as a, as a coach, yep. um, which I was just totally pissed off about because I wanted to hire him as a coach. And if he's somebody that was interested in being a coach, he should have been allowed to be on there. But oh, yeah. either way, anyway, to move on from that, like I said, you got to hire the right person. Doesn't mean that it's going to work. What you do is you do the best you can with it. So you hire a guy who's going to be your GM, he hires a head coach. Somebody who is on the same page as him and somebody who believes the same things as him. And in turn, the head coach hires his coordinators and his coordinators get their coaching staff offensive and defensive side. Everybody working on the same philosophy. That is huge because it's just like when you change head coaches, you change systems, you change quarterbacks, you change all these things. You will not be a successful team because you're constantly changing. So what we want is we want something that is, is for the long haul. You know, you get whatever you want. If you want an offensive-minded coach, fine. You want a defensive-minded coach, fine. doesn't matter to me as long as you get the right person. You know, so the GM has to have their guy in mind, and hopefully with the talent we've already accumulated, they can seamlessly fit into the system and be able to be successful with it. Because obviously the one thing I've said on pods before, I hate the fact because I do think the defense is in a good place um, that that will be gone next year because Del Rio will probably be gone with everybody else and you're kind of starting from scratch. Yeah. And I mentioned a point to you the other day when we were talking about Cam Curl. Yep. You know, with defensive ends, it's one thing. Defensive ends can translate in between systems, yep. okay? But a safety... 
who wants to get paid, who deserves to get paid. Let's let's be realistic. Oh, yeah, yeah, no doubt. He deserves to be paid. Seventh round draft pick. Worked his way into a starter. Everybody knows what he means to the defense. But it's to this defense. Yep, specifically. Would he be the same guy? And he's not a pro bowler now. Let's not, let's not get it twisted. Yep. He's not a pro bowler. He's not an all pro. He's a good, solid starter on an NFL team. Yep. Would he be the same player if he was on a different team? Yep. In a different system. And, and that's what could be. Now, we could do this pod today on Sunday, and Monday they could announce that Cam Curl's got a contract extension. Yep. But that's going to be brought up to Josh Harris. And Josh Harris may not want to go that route because he may have already been talking to other football people that say, hey, Cam Curl's a good player, but he ain't $10 million a year good. No, no. So a lot of things are going to change. A lot of things are going to evolve. But just with that, like you said, get a GM in here. Become what they're already starting to become is a professional organization. And then you kind of go from there. Yeah, I mean, couldn't have said it better myself. I mean, what it comes down to is – now that we have ownership here, we know that, look, Josh Harris and his group bought the team July 20th. We all know that no changes could be made this year. This year is about Ron Rivera and his staff and what they can do for the 2023-2024 campaign. We know that. But thinking into the future, Josh Harris has to already be thinking about if things don't go the way that he, you know, very, very well, the way that Ron Rivera hopes they go – He's probably going to have to hire new people. It's going to want a clean house, bring in his people. And like my cousin just said, it all starts from the top. And the biggest problem we've had for so many years now is Dan Snyder hires these guys that are just good yes men. Yeah. You know, they're just yes men. And Dan Snyder likes to meddle and decide he wants this, he wants that. We all know the stories. I'm not going to go over all with you. We all know all the meddling that Dan Snyder did. Yeah. But the hope is is that when Josh, Josh Harris is going to come in, he's going to hire the football people. The football people are going to make the football decisions. And that's where it starts with. Because the bottom line is that, yeah, there's some teams that have more talent than others. But the bottom line is that you've got 32 NFL teams, and they're all pros. Yeah. They're all professional athletes, which means they all have a certain level of talent. Yeah. Now, do some teams have more talent than others? Sure, you could say that. But they're all pros. Yeah. So a lot of times it comes down to the right evaluations – the right scouting, finding the right player to fit a role, mm-hmm. finding the right, you know, knowing when to invest in something and when not to invest in something. And we have not done a good job of those decision makings over the last 20 plus years. And the hope is with new ownership, that is going to turn around mm-hmm. and that the organization can kind of get moving forward in a positive direction with finding the people that are the better talent evaluators that make the football decisions that can bring in the right guys and you know upgrade the facilities you know bring in better equipment better athletic trainers the best nutritionists the best people that deal with the recovery time of an athlete that is the kind of stuff that is going to give you that little bit of an edge to give you an advantage on Sundays right and yeah. the hope is that Josh Harris invests in that, which from all accounts and everything you read and hear about, that's what he's going to do. That's what you want to hear. Yeah. Um, so am I rooting for a terrible year this year so that we can get a new coach? Of course not. I'm not rooting for that. But if you go off of what's happened the last couple of years, the likelihood is that the team is not going to finish well enough for, them to re- for the staff to retain their job. Right. So for me... As a fan, I'm looking for when January comes around and that final game is over with, 
Josh Harris and his staff are ready to go to work, get, get somebody hired, get people in the front office, and, uh, and really get this train moving in the right direction so that this crown, this once crown jewel, yeah. this organization was once this crown jewel of a football team can get back on track and make us proud again. Yeah, definitely. And, and, and to your point, <clears throat> let's not mistake owner meddling yeah. with when they're going to try to sign a free agent and it costs a ton of money that they have to take it to the owner. Right. Okay. Right. No, no GM, president, anything like that. Nobody does it on their own. No. Everybody has to take it to to the to the owner. So, just because you might hear, oh, you know, he, you know, something about this, and they signed this guy and stuff, or Josh Harris loved him. Well, let's make sure that it was. You know, Josh Harris wanted him, or did the staff want him, and Josh Harris signed off on him? Right. You know, there's a big difference. There's a huge difference. Right. And, and from everything that that I've heard, um, and everything I've read on the articles of Josh Harris, is that he puts people in the positions to do that. Right. And to make the decisions, and obviously, especially in basketball, as right. much money as those guys make, the GM has to go to Josh Harris and say, "Hey, we want to pay this guy." Five hundred million dollars, two hundred million dollars, whatever it is, you know, what do you think? And they're going to have a conversation about right. it, exactly. and he's going to decide yes or no because that's his money, mm-hmm. that's the owner's money. It's coming out of his pocket, you know. It's not coming out of the GM's pocket. So, just understand that that it's 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 one of those things that he's going to put somebody in position to make the decisions, and as long as he's not pulling a Dan Snyder and taking over the war room and drafting. Uh, Haskins or uh, telling uh, Mike Shanahan on his yacht that they just traded for uh, the second overall pick, you know, or or that they just traded for Donovan McNabb over Easter, you know, those are things that are that are are in the books. He's done that, you know. So we don't. Well, obviously, we've been through that. We don't want that again. And I don't believe Josh Harris is that guy. No. Uh, if you're like you like D said, if you're listening to this. You're you're probably a diehard fan, so you saw the reactions of the fan base. Um, you saw uh, when he uh, Josh Harris called in to 106.7 the fan and bought a round of beers for everybody at the two parties yep. uh, once they announced that the leadership had had been transferred over. I mean, who does that? Yeah, I know that's just crazy. I mean, who does that? I mean, if you don't love the guy after that, yeah. then I don't know. I don't know what else you need. You know. Yeah. I mean, he called in. He did this. He shows up, you know, and, and he's, he's high-fiving fans, and he's out there with the crowd. You would never see Dan Snyder do anything nah, like that. Nah. You know, even before all of the mess started, he still was hey, one. He was hands-off. He was hands-off because he, he, he is, I'm better than you right. because I'm rich. Right. That, that's what he is. I'm better than you because I'm rich. Oh, I bought a, I bought a football team at 34. I'm better than you. Right. You know? He's a, he a POS, yeah. and, and we're glad that he's gone, and now we're gone into the new age. And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm 51 years old. With listening and waiting for the announcement, and finally hearing that announcement that the team has officially been sold and Dan Snyder is no more, I teared up. Yeah. I yeah. literally got goosebumps and I teared up because we grew, we grew up. When you say die hard, that's us. That's us. That's why we made this pod because we are diehard fans, yep. and we want you know to connect with other diehard fans, 
and we want to be able to get our point across. And like I said, y'all have y'all's opinion. You can you can tell us your opinion, and that's what we want. You know, to have a dialogue about the stuff. We're not a hundred percent right. God God knows, not even close near. Yep. You know, but we grew up and we bleed burgundy and gold. Yep. Okay, so. When we say how much it meant to us, I know a lot of you probably felt the same way. And the fans, I was so proud of the fan base, because obviously now I'm out in Arizona, that showed up. And I say they showed up and they showed out. And when training camp opened, they showed up and they showed out. So if there was any doubt that people had, if the fan base would be reinvigorated, all they had to do was look at the 10,000 fans on Saturday, first Saturday of training camp, mm-hmm. or the 3,000 fans that showed up on a Wednesday or a Thursday, you know, or the, the Monday or whatever was 5,000 fans, you know. I mean, that shows you right there that Josh Harris right now is, is, has, has moved the needle. And like you said, this one once crown jewel, and I, I heard it described uh, a lot of times on Twitter about the the sleeping giant. Yep. They woke up the sleeping giant fan base. Yep. And all of these moves are going to start to be made. Right now, obviously, the biggest one is Josh Harris is there. He's going to go ahead and he's going to start putting his stamp on the other stuff that he can put his stamp on. Obviously, you saw it at training camp. They had they had uh, stadium seating. Yep. You know? Yep. They, they had like fences set up instead of a damn rope, you know, just little things like that. Everybody noticed how professional it was, how much more professional, how much better it worked, all of this stuff. He's already showing that he wants the fans to have a good experience. He said it multiple times. I have a feeling that the stadium I told you was, is going to just be tricked out when they finally do build it. Oh yeah. Obviously if you're a diehard fan, you probably, have been for a while. You want it back in, in D.C. I think that's the rightful place for it. That has to be worked out. Uh, I think now it's open to that. Um, people can be swayed. Money talks. You know, if, if, if Josh Harris Group going to put a little bit more money and then with the 99-year lease that's being proposed for the land, uh, that D.C. gets something out of it as well. And that way the, the city council can't complain but so much is you're going to have housing, you're going to have restaurants, hotels, you're going to have the um, stadium, all of these things built up around there to help the economy in D.C. Yeah. You can't vote against that, no. you know. So these things are going to happen. I think they're going to get done, but you see the steps in process. It's, you're going to see a little bit at a time, a little bit here, a little bit there. And just like you said, the sports nutrition, the, the rehab. All of these training things, facilities. training facility. That's good. That's what I told. I want to see. Yeah. Because you look at some of these stadiums, like Minnesota's and yeah. Dallas. Yeah. Their facilities yeah. are just incredible. State of the art. State of the art. And Josh Harris, I don't think will take not being state of the art. Right. I think he, him, and his his uh, his group with uh, Magic Johnson, Mitchell Rails. I think they're definitely going to make sure that what we have is befitting. Uh, upper echelon franchise in the NFL. Yeah, uh, 100%. I agree, and I, I think that I think that we we as fans just need to be patient. You know, this season is going to play out the way it's going to play out. Whether we win 12 games or five games, or we win our typical seven or eight, like we see them doing the Ron Rivera, that you have to think outside the box. Yep. And don't get too emotional off of this season. 
Uh, again, ownership came in in July. Uh, there's only so much that can be done in July. Yeah. So what's going to happen is going to happen regardless of whether he was the owner or not at this point. This season's going to be what it's going to be. We're all going to root for the team, of course, just yeah. like we always do. Yep. But just be prepared that we have new ownership. We are going to be heading in the right direction. Yeah. There are, There is a light at the end of the tunnel. There are brighter days left ahead. Yes. And us being a laughing stock, that is now going to be coming to an end. And we're going to be back on top and being a relevant organization, an organization that's respected, or an organization that hopefully over the next few years can contend for division titles and conference titles and, dare I say, a Super Bowl title in the next couple of years. Yeah. But that's what I'm sure – New ownership is envisioning. That is what we as fans are hoping for. And uh, we'll just have to wait and see. But, uh, yeah, I'm stoked. And uh, it should be a great season. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, and I'm going to uh, mention one thing. Like I said at the beginning of the, this, before I turned it over to D, I am going to bring up the name. Uh, and I'm not saying right now the name needs to be changed. There's a lot of other things that need to be taken care of. Yep. I do think it should be in the thought process to change the name. I do. Uh, I and I know it. It probably won't happen, uh, but I would like to see the name Redskins come back. Uh, I, I I want our history restored. I want people to be on a sportscast and stop mentioning you know just the Washington team, um, you know, because they don't want to sit there and say Redskins from when we won three Super Bowls, you know, went to four in the eighties and nineties. And one of the things I follow, and if you if you don't follow it right now, it's called um, Naga, N A G A. Uh, it's the North American, I think it's the uh, North American Guardians Association, Native American, Native American Guardians Association. All right, they have a petition out to to change uh, change the name back to Redskins. Uh, I think right now they just hit sixty thousand uh, as of today. Uh, and basically, they were they were working on basically almost a thousand a day, uh, is kind of the the uh, trajectory they were on. Now it's obviously probably going to slow down. Just the fact that sixty thousand people took time out to just sign the little petition. Some people donated. I honestly, I say I didn't donate, um, but I do think that they and their their kind of motto is educate, not eradicate. Right. And if you listen to what they say and if you look up what they talk about that it is definitely the name has nothing to do with what people were depicting it as nothing to do with it so like they say educate not eradicate look up naga n-a-g-a if you haven't already heard of it and get the word out there you know because it would be great because like right now what throwback jerseys are we going to use or we can use the jerseys what helmets are we going to use yeah, you know, it. we don't we don't have a true helmet now that we can use because we had the spear, we yeah. had the the uh, chief Indian chief. Yeah. You know, we had the R. The R. You know, I yeah. mean, we have n- no throwback no. that we can go to. You no. know, even the throwback they would have to update it. Even if you just did the circle with the W in it, right. and just use the old color scheme, but that yeah. that's not a throwback. No. You know, so like I said. I understand it probably won't happen, and I'm not going to beat a dead horse too much. Uh, I do think they probably will change it. Yeah, I think that's going to. I think that's going to come eventually. But I'm with. I'm sort of in agreement with you that it's not top of the list right now. 
but it is something that will it will have to be a topic that will be brought up. Yeah, most definitely. It will have to be discussed. Yeah. And changing the name is going to be something that's going to be on their, I'm sh- assuming, their to-do list in the foreseeable future. Yeah. I, I would yeah. agree with that. And, and I, I mentioned to you that if I was planning on doing that, if I was Josh Harris or Magic Johnson or Mitchell Rails and you were, you were going to endeavor to do this, y'all talked about it and you said, hey, we want to do this, and uh, I would talk to the NFL and I would have ammo with me, not just Naga. Um, I would have like the leader of the of the Navajo Nation, the leader of the Hopi Nation, the leader of you know all of these ones that will stand with you, and 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 sing the same line that this is about respect for their culture, yep. for the Native Americans who we took their land from and re- drove them onto reservations, yep. who basically history is is eradicating, yep. and, and yet you can't have this symbol up there because uneducated people put it out there that it's it's a it's a it's a slur it's racism it's all of these things yep so not true look up naga if you haven't seen it uh he has a video there's a video of him one of the leaders of naga if not the leader i just saw it real quick talking about what the actual red is from and what it means to the Native Americans. Yep. And then if you still think, if you thought it was racist or could be racist, that will that will eradicate that out of your mind. You won't believe that anymore. Yep. So, yeah, like I said, I do think that they should at least investigate that and put the tools into looking at it. I do think that um, it probably wouldn't be next year, but maybe the year after if they were looking at a, a, a rebrand. Um, and And you know what? Like I said, it's not... On the top of the list, but I think it's on the list. It's on the list, and I love the fact that now it's like it was a it was a it, it's like it was a, a curse word to say Redskins, yeah. and and nobody would say it, and now finally you're hearing the alumni back saying it. Oh, you're man. hearing Ron Rivera say it. Yeah. Uh, Josh Harris talking about how he rooted for the Redskins. Yeah. You know, uh, not the team. I didn't root for the team. I didn't root for Washington. I rooted for the Redskins. Yep. I grew up a Redskin fan. Yep. You know? Yep. And, and that's what it's all about. It's our history. It's our tradition. And it's about bringing that back. Yep. And I already saw some of the people that had alienated themselves, like withdrew. I wouldn't say alienated. Withdrew from the alumni because of Dan Snyder being who it is. Like Charles Mann and, yeah. and John Riggins. Like Charles Mann's already been at the facility. Yep. Charles Mann is back. There's multiple players that are around the facility, that are around the area. And he's Josh Harris has made it a major point to sit there and say, we want the alumni back. Mm-hmm. you know. And I mentioned to you today, and this will go down later on in years, that I hope they, they get Trent Williams back on board yeah. once he's retired. I don't think they're going to trade for him. I don't think they're going to you know, do any of that. Nothing, San Francisco would be stupid to get rid of him. Yeah. But I'm saying to b- build the bridge back with him, recognize that nothing happened with them there. Josh Harris wasn't there and bring him back into the fold. So when inevitably he goes into the Hall of Fame, his 10 years in Washington wouldn't been a waste and he can go in as a Washington Redskins, yeah. Washington commander, Washington whatever right. at that time. Yeah. So, yeah, it's one of those things, like I said, there's laundry list of things. You got the stadium, possible name change, 
front office change, head coaching head change. coaching change, all of these things uh, that are coming up, very exciting. Uh, and like I said, like D said, wins and losses this year. While would like to, I'd love to see us go win a playoff game, go yeah. ten and six or ten ten is what ten to seven, 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 eleven and six, yeah. win a playoff game. And if Ron Rivera stays, Ron Rivera stays. That means he's built something and, and the system works. And, system and works. I don't have a problem with that in the least. Do I think it's going to happen? No, I don't. I would love for it to happen. But regardless, we had our Super Bowl. Yep. Our Super Bowl was July 20th, 2023, where Dan Snyder got his money and got the hell out of town. So with that being said, um, next time we'll probably come to you is going to be on a Zoom. We're going to get that stuff set up. We'll be able to post it onto YouTube so you can see our beautiful smiling faces. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll be able to go ahead and put the audio back on the Spotify and all the music um, podcast places that you can get it. So, And we will be putting out more of an in-depth thing once I look that back up again. So appreciate y'all listening. Again, put the word out. Let everybody know. And we appreciate you listening. Thank you very much. Holla.